on Twitch, Q Sports Talk, and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is Orange Nation. Stephen Fonte, Paulie Sibilia back with you on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation. Again, phone lines open now until 1 o'clock at 315-437-7644. Being told that uh, a statement will be released by Jim Beheim, uh shortly. So when uh, Coach Beheim releases that statement regarding the uh, retirement of Roy Williams, we'll be sure to uh, pass that along. Uh, of course, the big news yesterday regarding SU basketball was the addition of Samir Torrance, uh, the former SAS star who went on to Vermont Academy, played a couple of years at Marquette, announcing yesterday uh, right around this time that he was transferring to Syracuse. Uh, we did catch up with Samir yesterday uh, on the TV side of things here uh, at News Channel 9, and and so we're going to play back some of his comments now. And uh, again, first and foremost, he, he passed up a chance to come here once. Uh, the opportunity presented itself, and uh, Samir said he wasn't going to pass it up again. It's just the opportunity that I can't miss again. Um I mean, I passed up on it once. Uh, I won't pass up on it again. Um, my family's here. My friends are here. The fan base where I grew up and I, I once was uh, a Syracuse fan is here. And there's no better place I, I should be. So um, I took that in consideration. I also took uh, the fact that I had um, a long term and, and long distance, even if I'm uh, – 10 states away or five states away from um, Syracuse, I still have that relationship with the coaching staff. Um, that really never went away. Uh, I have a strong relationship with Coach Beheim. Um, not just him, the Beheims, the family, the whole family. Um, I know they love me and I love them. Uh, just can't wait to get started, uh, including with Coach Autry and, and Coach G-Mac. Um, man, the, those guys are like family to me. Um, it's just uh, it's a dream country. I can't wait to get started. And that was a theme, really, Pauly, throughout the interview. He kept coming back to his relationship with the coaches, that even when he picked Marquette, uh, that he remained uh, close with the coaches. He's obviously close with the, the Bayheim family, you know, having played AAU ball with, with Buddy and, and with Joe Girard. Um, the, the backcourt was awfully crowded when he was making the decision a couple years ago. Obviously, you had Howard Washington in the program. You had Jalen Carey in the program, Buddy Bayheim. Uh, Joe Girard and Bryson Goodine were committed to come to the program. Um, and, and now it goes from a, a crowded backcourt to, you know, that there's two there in Buddy and Joe, uh, you know, and there was playing time to be had. And, uh, you know, when, when Kadari put his name in the portal, uh, Samir jumped at the opportunity and uh, said that he talked to Buddy and, and they, you know, they, they talked over the phone and, uh, you know, Samir was sold that it was time to uh, time to come back home. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting and, some I, I was texting you last night about players transferring and the opportunities. Uh, you, you don't always get the opportunities to play for this coaching staff either. Uh, that's another thing that people are. Kadari had a great year this year, but you remember how good Torian Thompson was when he was here in the limit. He was averaging nine points a game in the limited minutes he was playing under the Hall of Fame coach and the current coaching staff, and uh, it, it went downhill when he left and. There's no guarantee and Kadari's going to have a coaching staff as good as this where he goes and going to be able to gel and, you know, play play like he did. So who knows? Maybe they can work some magic with Samir and uh, up his numbers from where he was at Marquette. 
Yeah, and you know, a guy who who started three games at the beginning of the season, lost his starting job, and kind of got lost in the shuffle and, and looking for a fresh start. And he's got three years of eligibility remaining. I mentioned that uh, he played on the same AAU team as both uh, Joe and Buddy, and uh, Samir said that that certainly uh, factored into the decision. It was uh, one of many reasons why he wanted to come back and play for Syracuse. All right, now you you've thrown me off. Here, that Steve. was the uh, that was the one regarding that he's excited to play with Joe and Buddy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, I won't tell you a lot, but I I will tell you. Um, I reached out to him first. Um, I I actually told him I was interested, and um, he just told me that him and his dad had a conversation, literally about me. Uh, I want to say the day before I talked to Buddy. So it was um it was funny how that how that really worked out. Um, I'm glad it worked out. So, I mean, the conversation was good. Uh, me and Buddy have been uh, been waiting for this moment. And um, also Joe, too. Uh, I get to play with Joe Joe again, which is exciting. Uh, the City Rocks fam is uh, back together, so can't wait to get that back started. So they've got some built-in chemistry. And, uh, again, they you know, Samir called up Buddy. Buddy said, you know what, Dad and I were just talking about you. And, uh, you know, one thing led to another, and, uh, he committed 24 hours after you know Kadari put his name into the portal. Yeah, and so hopefully playing time won't cause animosity or uh, dissension on the team. Now, hopefully, this is something that three guys that have known each other for a while can work through. Good chemistry. Last is important. one. To, yeah, definitely. And uh, last Unlike one to get show. to from Samir. Um, <laughs> Mario uh, conducted the interview for us. Mario Sacco. Mario asked him about. Uh, you know, playing for Coach Bayheim and, and the tough love that, that goes along with it. I, I do. Um, I watched him uh, be a coach my whole life. So, I mean, we had that conversation. I want him to be as hard as on me as he was his past point guards. Um, my favorite guard growing up as a Syracuse fan was Johnny Flynn. And um, seeing that relationship, I wanted to have that type of relationship, that coach's player, that uh, – Tough love relationship. I wanted, I wanted that relationship, and not just with him, with uh, the assistant coaches as well. And um, I wanted, I wanted that to be what I wanted to come into at Syracuse. So, all right. So there he is, uh, Samir Torrance. I want to uh, get yelled at yesterday here on, on News Channel Nine. Why, why do you want to get yelled at? No, no, that's funny. That's just kind of funny to me. Like, oh, yeah, oh like, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah he like, wants to be coach hard. Yeah, yeah, he's got the right attitude. And, no. and again, it, it, I think it helps that he has a relationship already with the family, with coach, certainly with Buddy. Um, you know that he he knows what he's he, he's in for, and he knows what to expect. It's comfortable. It's home. Um, you know, this, this obviously checks a lot of boxes for him. And it's, you know, he mentioned it's always been a dream of his to play at Syracuse. Didn't really work out the first time. It wasn't that he didn't want to come here. It was just that, you know, the, the backcourt was kind of crowded and it was a numbers game. And, and now the, the numbers are in his favor and, and he's, he's been granted another opportunity. Yeah. And, and hopefully it works out for Syracuse. Uh, I, am op- I, I am optimistic that it will work out for Syracuse, unlike our Twitch chat. And if you'd like to join our Twitch chat, you can follow us on Q Sports Talk. Join the happiness. And you can also give us a call at 315-437-7644. Let's take a time out here. Uh, we'll be back after this on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. 
This is Orange Nation. All right, Stephen Fonsi, Paulie Sibilia, back with you on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation. Phone lines open at 315-437-7644. We go to the phone lines now. Ted in Pittsburgh kicking us off on the show today. Hey, Ted. Hey, what's happening, guys? Not much. Uh, hey, I just much. wanted to call you. I, had to, I wanted to call in yesterday, and uh, I, I wanted to see, you know, based on your back and forth with Pat, if you maybe needed a hug. I always need a hug. <laughs> that was, I, I kind of felt bad for you. I mean, that was a nice heated exchange, and, uh, you know, you held your own, but it was, uh, it, it's what it's doing to a lot of us fans today, huh? And yesterday? Yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. Uh, All right, well, so, thank so, you for your so obviously concern. we'll move on. What's that? Thank you for your concern. Hey, no problem If at I all. ever meet hey, you, I'll expect a hug. Oh, you got it, man. <laughs> uh, we give them out here at work a lot. So, <laughs> hey, with regards to, um, I was looking at Braswell thinking from a positive perspective that, you know, the, uh, the guy had shin issues, right? And, and it didn't seem to be something that was going away. And we still have no idea how, how much worse those could have gotten. So to me, that's the silver lining and his, his, uh, his wanting to transfer. And also, Sidibe, love the guy. I thought he had a lot of potential and a bright future. But again, you just don't know what you're going to get from that guy's knee. So with that said, I'm kind of hoping he doesn't come back to even create that drama. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from uh, on the you know the injury perspective with with Barama. Um, if I had to guess, I would say the coaching staff would want him to come back to provide depth. And and to your point, Ted, you you know it it feels like you can't count on him, quote unquote. Like they better go into next season with with a with a plan, like with another plan, because this year it felt like the plan was Barama. Marek spells him. Jesse's going to redshirt. I mean, obviously, he didn't have to redshirt this year because you know the year didn't count against anybody. But you know my point. Jesse wasn't going to play. You're going to have Barama. You're going to have Marek, and you would be fine with those two guys. And and we saw what happened that Barama goes out, and now all of a sudden Marek's playing out of position the whole year, and so on and so forth. So they better go into next year with a plan. They, you know, they're going. I'm sure going to look in the portal. They're going to continue to develop Jesse. If Barama's there, it adds depth. I think you know that's a good problem to have. Um, so I, you know, I think if he's healthy and he wants to come back, of course you would take Barama, you know, for leadership alone and and for whatever he could provide you. I do understand the point though that you know you really can't count on him, quote unquote. And I I, I understand right. that they better have a, a another plan in place. The, the other issue is is if you get Barama back, you're not getting someone out of the portal. No one's coming in to be no. the number three center. You know, so. right. but you might not know. You might not know if you're getting Brahma back for a while. You know, I mean, it's well, not like they have to announce it to those that are, you know, those are transferring and say, "Well, we well, got Brahma back." I well, mean, it, it, you know, well, that, that you, situation might be up in the air for a while. You'd think they would want to be honest with the kids transferred yeah. in. So. Well, but but you know, their their honest answer might be, "We don't know." Yes, I mean, do I mean right? I mean, it could, he he could look great, and you know, maybe you just don't know, right? Uh, you know what Brahma going to be or what he's going to be able to provide you. So. Brahma's a good kid, uh, obviously. I hope I, he stays. You know, I call him. Everybody's I do, I, a kid. You know, when when you get to be our age, Paulie, everybody's a kid. You know what I mean. He's a he's a good young man. He's uh, he's he's good for leadership purposes. Good in the locker room. And if he could provide you something on the court, I think you would gladly take that. But yeah. you know, to your point, if you know, if we knew right now that he's healthy, that that might scare some people away. Yeah, if he and Jesse are the centers next year, that's a good thing. 
I think, if he's healthy, you know? Um, Jesse showed flashes, and Barama is uh, defensively very good. And I think think it would be a good thing if those two were both back and healthy. But you can't guarantee the health of Barama, and you don't, it's, you know... It's been a roller coaster ride with his uh, with his knees. It is. It, it does. It, it kind of feels like Daywan Coleman all over again, right? With the uh, you know Daywan, and it was he, he had potential, and um, you know when he was right, he was good. Um, but he he just never could really overcome the injuries, and it, it just hampered him throughout his career. And you, you never felt like you could truly count on him because he was he was always dealing with something. And it feels like the same thing with with Barama. So I do understand Ted's point. Um, that you feel like you can't count on him, so you better have another plan in place. But I, I, I do think that the coaches would love to have him back for a variety of reasons, and it, it's a, it's a good problem to have, so to speak, if he is available. And then you've got, you've got options because that was one of the biggest problems, um, you know, this year is that with Barama out, you really didn't have options at the start of the season, and Jesse developed into an option as the season moved along. But as we've talked about at great length on this show, uh, Jesse was not an option when the season started, so it, it. Um, you know, it is it is good to have options. <laughs> you ready to do buy or sell? Are we doing this? Is that what I know I know you're ready to do buy or sell. Ted said you needed a hug. I can I can tell that you're kind of over uh the last couple of days. Yeah, I am over <laughs> the transfer portal. Are you sure you understand the risks of stock ownership? Shut up and take my money. I'd buy that for a dollar. That guy's turning this place into some kind of business. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man and I choose rich every time. It's time for Buy or Sell on Orange Nation. All right, so we welcome in our producer Jordan for, uh, for Buy or Sell. What do you have for us today, Jordan? Howdy, guys. It's a SU roster buy or sell. We've been procrastinating on this because some of the answers have been coming out for us. Gary's <laughs> not going to be on the roster probably. Um, we've got so wait, guys. So hang on. So Paulie just said he was over talking about the transfer portal, <laughs> and now we're going to talk about <laughs> the guys who portal. may or may not yeah, throw their name the in the key, transfer though. portal. The, we're getting it out of the way because it's I opening see, day. I see. Okay. Okay. So. Let's start with no transfer portal at all, but we're worried about the pros. Quincy Garrier, you buy or sell him playing for the Orange next season? I buy him coming back. I know his age is creeping up there, but I I do think he would stand to gain more by coming back than going to the pros and not getting drafted and then, you know, wallowing in the, in the G league and trying to prove himself that way. Um, I think he can help his stock. I think he's got a lot to work on. I think he's a good player. He's got potential. He's he's got talent, athleticism. Started the year great. Uh, fizzled a little bit down the stretch. I I think he can. I think he has more to gain by coming back. I think it's a it's a better path to a pro basketball career for him if he comes back one more year. I, I sadly think that if anybody, if he has even the slightest chance of making money playing basketball, he will be gone. Um, so I'm going to sell. You think he's going to get drafted? No, I just think. Yeah, I don't think so either. I just think that if he's got a chance of playing overseas, or you know, all overseas can wait though. I mean, if you, if your dreams to play in the NBA, money doesn't. I don't know, you're right. Money, I mean, money can't wait, bro. Money can't wait. Okay, no, you know that for a fact. Yeah, see, the money can't wait. Yeah, that's okay. that's my motto. 
Money, right. money can't go wait. Get that money. What, what's your line? Go get the money. Get that go money, get that girl. Money. Get that money, girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we'll yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I think I think he's coming back. Um. But so, you know, it wouldn't shock me if he left. It's the name of my book too. Money can't wait. Go get that money. All right. Let's uh let's move on to one guy who's been the reason everyone's calling, probably asking, hey, can guys sit out more than one year? Can this guy return? Alan Griffin. He already transferred once from Illinois. We're wondering what he's going to do. Yeah, so I, I still don't know the answer about this, whether or not he has to sit out or not. Um, obviously, transfer did not sit out. The rule says it's a one-time transfer. That you know, One-time transfers don't have to sit out. Um, I don't know how they're going to play it with Alan Griffin. Um, you know, now that with the rule on the books, does it mean, okay, moving forward, you know, and he's kind of grandfathered in, so to speak. Uh, I do think that that impacts his decision to some degree, but either way, I think ultimately he's, he's, my gut says he's leaving. Um, so I'll, I'll sell him being on the roster. My, uh, my feeling is, is he will, he will be here next year. Because of the Quincy Garrier situation, I'm I'm going against the the grain today, Steve. You are going against yes, the grain. Yes, so I, okay. I I feel like Alan Griffin will be here, and they need to have him here, uh, even as uh, coming off the bench. They cannot allow to lo- they cannot afford to lose him. Not afford to lose Alan Griffin. Yeah, because if okay. you do, if you lose him and and Quincy and Marek and Marek and Barama. And Kadari, you're in for a long season next year. You need one okay. of those guys to come back. I agree with Pat on all that, right. believe it or not. I think Quincy's coming back, but in any event. Um, all right, Jordan. Let's go with somebody who's not currently playing in orange. Hot off the presses is that Syracuse is looking hard at Cole Swider out of Villanova, 6'9 forward. They recruited him in the past. We just uh, saw Robert Braswell enter the transfer portal. You think Swider's coming to Syracuse? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think this is up in the air. I think some of it may depend on what happens with other guys. Um, You know, and I don't know if he's willing to wait out that decision, but there is a lot up in the air, obviously, because we're talking about it. And, you know, I think one thing, Paulie thinks another thing. I mean, it's it, it's really anybody's guess right now. If I'm Cole Swider, I don't know if I'm pulling the trigger on that decision without knowing all the bodies that are, you know, that are coming back. You know, Quincy, Marek, Barama, Alan Grit, like those are, like if all of those guys leave, Obviously, your your eyes kind of light up if you're Cole Swider. If everybody's coming back, I don't think Marek's coming back, but if everybody else is coming back, you know that's that's a completely different situation. So, I don't know. I think that's a can I can I hold on that one? I know it's buy or sell. Can I hold on Cole Swider for the for the time being? I'll allow it. That was the biggest cop out I've ever heard, but I'll do the same because <laughs> you don't know right now. Like if I'm if know. I'm him, I'm not know. coming because there's too too many bodies to get get around. Right, you get to do this once with no penalty, so you you got to get it right. And if you if you come here and there's a log jam, um, you know you might regret picking that spot. So I don't know. I don't know if he's willing to wait, but if he can wait it out a little bit and see how you know see where the dust settles, um, you know I think this is an attractive spot for a lot of reasons for him, but. 
you know, it's, it's only attractive if some of these guys are out of the way. Yeah, it's funny too that it's going back on players that you kind of missed on the first time. Those well, guys you, you already have relationships. Yeah, with, but did you see you know? anything at Villanova? Like, is that an upgrade Sometimes from anything it's just we've a got? Change of scenery, Pauling. Sometimes it's a change. Yeah, of scenery. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about Samir. I guess I should say that about everybody. It's all you need to get coached by. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. Sometimes that's true. You know, it's not true in every case, but sometimes that's true. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Steve, but I, I'm not buying on him. All right, who else? Got time for one more quick. I don't think I need to explain this one too much, but is it pre- is a foregone conclusion that one Jimmy Beheim's going to be playing for Syracuse next season? I would, uh, I would buy a lot of this stock, yes. Shut up and take my money. Yes, he'll be here. There we go. This is a tough one. Anticlimactic ending. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it was. It, I, I, well, he said we have time for one more, so I thought we were running short on time. I thought it needed to be quick. But, yes, I think I, I do think Jimmy Bayham will be in a Syracuse uniform uh, next year. All right, let's take our final time out here in hour number one. Nate Mink set to join us from Syracuse.com at the top of hour number two. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is Orange Nation. All right, Stephen Pauly back with you on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation. 315-437-7644 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Yeah, Pauly. This song's kind of uh, topical now. Yeah. To say if you got five on it, you can do it legally in in New York now. You can. You can. And that, that leads in nicely into this segment, yes? Yeah, I don't even know what I got five on it means, but it's legal now. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So I think to so I think I'm gonna go out and do that now. I'm gonna get five on it, as the kids would say. As the kids would say. Yeah. Or Luna, How old is that song? Or, that song or as like Lunas would say, who's five years. 57 now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that song's probably 35 years old, uh, at least. Um, all right, we welcome our producer, Jordan, back in. Uh, Jordan, what do you have for us? We got some prop bets. It's opening day. Jeez, I'm hype, even though the Red Sox canceled their game because of a little bit of a drizzle. Whatever. But we got some prop bets. Oh, you know what? Season long prop bets. The Red Sox play on natural grass, so that also fits in. The, I, I don't know the the topic of legalized marijuana. Go ahead. Nice, nice. Thank you. Let's, let's start with the Yankees. They're minus two hundred to win the AL East this year. That means for them to win their division, you're gonna bet twenty, wait the whole freaking season, and then get a measly ten back. Now, are you doing that or? Are you maybe looking at the Rays or the Jays, who are both at plus 400 value? Put a flyer on them, as they say. See, I feel like we should be asking you these questions, Jordan, because I I do not gamble. We'll do Um, it then. I I think the Yankees are going to win the division, but, you know, as as you would say, I think there's good value on, you just mentioned the Rays and the Jays. I think the Jays in particular. As a Yankee fan, I'm concerned about Toronto um, and everything that they did in the offseason. So from a value standpoint, you know, maybe you take a flyer 
on uh, on the Jays, but I, I think the Yankees are winning the division. I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah, I'll go with the Yankees. Yeah, I would feel confident in that. Would I throw money on the Blue Jays? Sure, why not? But the Yan- Yankees are built for a good regular season. Now, if we're betting on them winning in the playoffs, I'm going a whole different direction with them. But, um, yeah, I-, I would... I would just hold off and bet on a different division if we're if we're going winning the division. I'm I'm very disappointed by the way that you and I didn't just do what we said and throw a hundred dollars down on Syracuse to uh, to get to the Sweet Sixteen because we actually talked about that and at the time I said hey, we should just take a chance throw throw a hundred bucks right. down on Syracuse and I know you can't but but Jordan can yeah and we we, can. we absolutely should have done I'm that. sure so Jordan what would we have won if we, if we threw a hundred dollars on Syracuse to reach the sweet 16 what would we have won like 600 bucks or something yeah uh, yeah something like that but I'm pretty sure it's illegal I could in the state that. of New York to bet on collegiate teams located in the state of Jordan New York. seems I like he that, knows I thought somebody. it was only if they were playing in I thought it was only if they were playing in the state of New York I thought if they played outside the state of New York you could still bet on them no I will find that out within the next couple of days. Thanks, Steve. I uh, next couple of days is going to take you days to find out the answer <laughs> to that. I feel like you could Google it. There's this thing called Google seconds. now. <laughs> he's got he's got to wait for his encyclopedia to show up. <laughs> I was saying I find, find it out in a few through days. legit experience. I was just kidding. I feel, around, uh, but I feel like want another I division. Yeah, yeah. I feel no, like we just we like to we like to make fun of you. We like, we like to give you a hard time. I feel like you know somebody that you could bet with. Uh, you seem like you've got a guy. Who me? me? Jordan. Oh, Jordan. Okay. Jordan seems like he's got a guy that he does bets with. That would know the answer to that. Yeah, I plead the fifth. Well, he doesn't even need like he he's got a guy that you don't need to go through like you worry about laws with if you know what I'm saying. All right, what else you got for us? Prop bets, yeah. Before we incriminate our producer, <laughs> you wanted another division. <laughs> we'll give it to you, Paulie. And this one might be a little more up your alley. Now, it's the same line for the favorite. Dodgers are minus 200 to win the NL West, but your San Diego Padres are plus 200. Are you afraid of the big bad Dodgers or you want to double your money? I am afraid of the big bad Dodgers. Uh, I think that they are the best team in baseball, and I would not bet against them. I feel the same way about them, though. As you get into the playoffs, I think they're a beatable team in, in a series. So that uh, I would I would lay off that one. Also, yeah, I, I, Dodgers are the best team in baseball. Um, I, I know you're awfully excited for your Padres this year, Paulie, but I, I don't think they're better than the Dodgers. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't throw any money on San Diego there, Jordan. All right. I got two value picks for you now. AL and NL Cy Young. Garrett Cole's plus 350 to win the AL Cy Young. Jacob deGrom is plus 400 to win the NL. Does Garrett Cole or Jacob deGrom seem like a bigger lock to you? And do you guys have any dark horse Cy Young favorites? Jacob DeGrom. lock. Jacob DeGrom seems like a lock to me. Right? I would put money on him to win. I think yeah, I think I would be more comfortable with that pick as well. I think there's a, a greater chance DeGrom wins it over Cole. Yeah, the Mets are going to be good this year, right? I mean, yeah, that's, they, he's, we haven't even talked about He's good when they're Lindor's not good. Yet. 
No, I know. And that's what I'm <laughs> saying is that, that that's always the argument, right? Is well, look at the look at the stats he put up, but can you give it to a guy who's on a you know a middling you know uh, 500 team or a team with a losing record? But I, I don't think that's going to be the case this year. So um, I think Degrom's going to be good, and the Mets are going to be good, which which I would lead me to believe he's going to win the Cy Young. So I, I would feel good about that bet. I'm not, I'm not as sure about Garrett Cole. All right, DeGrom's competition consists of Trevor Bauer, Max Scherzer, while Cole's competition is going to consist of a, one name that I saw, Lucas Giolito from the White Sox. He had a great season. Sure. Watch out yeah. for him. I got one more he was, uh He was in the, the Chiefs you know, system once upon a time, Lucas Giolito. See, all right, never mind. Go ahead. I was going to hit now you. Now the Syracuse Mets, but you know what I mean. Yeah, what were you going to say, Paulie? No, I'll hit him. I'll hit you with a prop bet after. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you what okay. division Last I think you've got the best opportunity to uh, to win oh, money. You're, you're going to give us a value pick. Yeah, not to not you know not to pick the winner. Go ahead. Now this isn't as much I'm asking your opinion on, it, but this just needs to be made of note. Now we know how the MVP lines work. You're betting on one guy end of the season. Lots of variables. How crazy is it that Mike Trout is just plus two hundred to win AL MVP? There's a lot of variables in a baseball season, and there's a lot of good yeah. players. That that's that's absolutely right. And at some point, his run's going to end, right? As being considered the best player in the game. How old is he now? Feels like a hundred. I'll get I'll get back to you in a couple days on that. I was I was going to say Jordan. I'll get back to you in a couple days. <laughs> uh, twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Man, he seems older than twenty nine. Well, well, He's on my boss's fantasy team, so we're 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 hoping oh, he doesn't have a good season. You don't do fantasy baseball. That's too much work. I do, I do fantasy baseball. Oh, it, is, it is a lot of work. You got to set your lineup every day. It is a lot of that's work. That's too much work. Too much. I have too many responsibilities. I can't. Too be, many. Yeah, you, you have vast responsibilities. I Paulie. can't be doing it. Fantasy baseball. Well, Jordan, you check your stocks every day, Paulie. I, I don't shut that's the. That's true. I don't close that though. I just that just. Flashes in front. You of You can set your lineup like a week in advance, so you don't have to do it every People day. People get hurt though on everything. Gotta... That is true. Um, that is true. What are the odds in the NL Central, Jordan? Do you have that in front of you? I can, because that seems like the division I would have the biggest, the most difficult time picking. And I, like, I'm figuring the Cardinals are probably favored to win okay, that. You ready? Yep. Her, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with Bavada for now, just because it's what's up. So the NL Central, they've got the favorites, the Cardinals at plus one fifteen, Milwaukee at plus two sixty, Cincinnati is at plus four hundred, the Cubbies, ooh, plus five twenty five, and then there's too many zeros in Pittsburgh's number. If you bet on that, then you might as well just go buy a soft serve. Card. I think I think this division's kind of a toss up, and you you could be safe picking the Brewers. Or the, or the Reds, or the Cubs. Like it's, it's Not a the Pirates. I did. Yeah, no, it's it's a thin line though. I I would a lot of value there. I would feel comfortable there. betting the Brewers in that one. You you know what I want to know, Jordan, is your your buddy who picked Abilene Christian and said you know book it. Abilene Christian's going to win their first game. I, I want to know what he thinks. Will <laughs> Scott's the man. You want betting lines from Will Scott? You'll you'll get them. I want his advice. I want he knows what he's talking about. As he was getting off the phone. Abilene Christian, book it. He was right. He called it. Willie Betts, don't doubt him. 
All right. Uh, 315-437-7644. Quick time out here. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. 